You're listening to The Wilder Podcast. Episode number 20 with Amanda Duran. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while, um, but with good reason. Uh, to be fair, I'm pregnant for those of you that did not know that for those of you that may somehow have made it to the podcast without any other form of interaction with me on the internet no instagram no facebook no blog pinterest i don't know i don't know where else you could find me but um hello and i'm pregnant (laughs) and it's been a really hard past three months and i have done some interviews um i've done some blog posts i've done some instagram posts but it's been This past six weeks has been beyond me (laughs) with my energy levels and food issues and just overall feeling like um, a bump on a lump is what I've been calling myself, which isn't even a thing. A bump on a lump? It's not a thing, but that's what I keep telling Colin that I feel like is a bump on a lump. So yeah, my last episode I think was with um, Lee Hirsch. Yeah. So that was a while ago. Fit Foodie Finds. But today, before I like totally dive in, I want to give you a little treat. Today we have a returning guest. That was me clapping for our returning guest, which is Amanda Duran. And I will tag her last episode in the show notes because that episode was one of the most powerful ones I've done, I believe, because I got so much, I got so many reactions. So many friends came up to me and were like, that episode was amazing. Friends that I didn't even know listened to my podcast. Because IRL, I don't think that many people that I know face-to-face listen to my podcast. Um, Though I think everyone should do what you want, actually. No shoulds. No shoulds are welcome here. Anyway, it's kind of cool that they don't. I feel like I could probably talk about my life like a reality show and then nobody would ever investigate. But anyway, Amanda Duran, we talked about intuitive movement, intuitive exercise. We talked about her journey. So her entire journey is in a podcast episode. So I will link that um, because we don't talk about that in this episode. We refer to that episode, but we don't talk about that in this episode. So um, to preface this episode, I invite you to listen to that episode. Um... And then come back, check this one out, because this one is all about an amazing retreat that she's offering. And it's one that I was actually going to be going to, but then I found out I was pregnant and, you know, you just got to prioritize a little differently. I don't think that you couldn't go if you were pregnant. That's not what I'm saying. Just personally, I've got a lot going on and it just wasn't the right time for me. But it was amazing because I was able to talk to Amanda and she has been able to graciously extend 15% off to all of my listeners. And that's $225 off. Amazing. And I know that I've talked to you guys about various retreats, but this one is, I feel like this one is very, very unique in the fact that it's a Pilates play shop retreat. So what that means is actually a lot of different things because it doesn't just focus on Pilates, but she talks about it in the interview that it's, you can, you can literally Google yoga retreat and come up with like thousands and thousands and thousands of retreats but when you come to like Pilates there's not that like none there's none it's basically what she said and with this she is offering so many different things so it's all inclusive so you're going to be having like a she calls it a self-care sleepover and it basically blows my mind how fun that sounds um and I'm so bummed that I can't make it but it's exactly what it sounds like and 
you're going to be doing a lot of, she said there's sound healing sessions. You're going to do some work with your femininity, also getting really into your muscles um, whenever you're working out, being very mindful of that, um, going deeper, really just being able to transform the way you move your body and the way you carry yourself. She is going to be including all meals and you're going to have a lot of fun interacting with her and cooking with her, um, baking cookies, stuff like that. <coughs> I'm sorry. I just like was running out of air. I'm just gasping for air right here. Um, but yeah, so that's what the interview is about. Um, and then I'll finish up some announcements on my end. Um, so yeah, I am having another really cool surprise that's happening is that um, I'm having a baby, but I also am going to be recording a very special edition of the podcast that's going to chronicle my entire um, pregnancy. So that sounds like very dramatic. It's not going to be 40 episodes. It's not an episode a week. Um, it's definitely like a recording every like two or three weeks. So it might be like a 15 episode series. Um, and I'm considering not releasing it until the baby is born. But that's something that I'm working on and I have all of my big monuments documented so far. So um, I continue, I'm going to continue to be doing that. So um, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. And no, I'm not going to become like solely a mommy blogger, but I'm just going to be me and I'm just going to talk about the baby whenever I have the baby. And it's still weird. It's still, like, to be honest, it still feels very weird to be talking about the baby, the baby, the baby, the baby. Because I'm only 12 weeks pregnant and yeah, it feels like a lifetime though because I found out when I was like four weeks pregnant. So it's a lot and doesn't feel real. And after my miscarriage, it doesn't feel real. And yeah, it's just a lot going on. So I'm going to be trying, I'm trying to be, I'm going to try to be very balanced with talking about it and talking about other things so I'm not just like ruining y'all's lives <laughs> with nothing but baby spam and baby talk but without further ado I want you guys to get into this episode um and don't forget to check the show notes for all the information for the link to sign up to apply to talk to her to ask questions um it sounds like an incredible time Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Yes, this is, you are my, so Maddie Moon, she was my, uh, um, my only, she's been my only returning guest thus far, and now you, so I'm very excited because I feel like your episode was one of the most popular ones that I had. I just had the most... I don't know when we talked a lot about intuitive exercise I think that was like a new concept for a lot of my listeners because we talk a lot about food but with you we talked like about a whole different world that some people may not even really think about actively or really think of tools in which they can apply those to their lives and just find more of a balance you know yeah definitely I'm I mean intuitive exercise is something I'm like really passionate about and it's I'm definitely staying away from like food and emotional eating and all of that jazz. I'm just focusing more on movement these days and my own life and in my business. So yeah, 
I've noticed a little bit of that and I'm like, yeah, I'm just so jammed on that because I, it's so amazing. And, um, yeah, I personally, I feel like I've been focusing more on like lifestyle stuff when it comes to the blog and not as, not a ton of food stuff as much anymore, just because a lot of my food aversions lately (laughs) have been like, fuck food. I don't even want to talk about food, but, uh, it's like way more about everything else. Um, yeah. Um, so what was I going to say? Sorry, I'm, I'm adjusting. I'm, I'm wrapped in a blanket right now, everyone. And I'm like burritoing myself so that I can get nice and comfortable for this conversation. But um, Amanda, I actually, so a few months ago, Amanda was talking on Facebook about a retreat and she was like asking for feedback. And I was like so excited. And I was commenting on this thing about her retreat. And then we were talking about it, followed up. And I had found out I was pregnant and like couldn't make it really... I couldn't make it to the retreat and um, once she finally came up with the dates, but I would love to hear a little bit about this retreat that you are hosting and a little bit about some of the, you know, juicy offers you're going to be offering for the listeners of the podcast, which we're so grateful for. And it's just, I'm so excited for this freaking retreat. So I'd love for you to talk a little bit about it um, and what, you know, what sets it apart from what's already out there right now. Yeah. So it's a Pilates retreat. And if you listen to my podcast with you, however long ago that was, um, everything we talk about basically is going to be live in person in real life. <laughs> um, so it's the, yeah, all on intuitive movement and Pilates and really connecting to your body intuition and learning how to trust that your body knows what's best for you and it knows how to move. But so many of us, disconnect from our bodies when we exercise and we kind of just either you know we're reading a book while we're on the treadmill or something or we're watching tv or we're taking like a fitness class and we're not really 100 percent in our bodies because we're worrying about like what we look or what the person next to us is doing so i'm gonna teach you how to really connect to your body and get in it and that means that you're going to be able to engage your muscles on a deeper level, which will give you better results as far as your fitness goals, but also to prevent injury and to create better alignment within your body. Um, we're going to be doing, so it's mostly Pilates. I mean, that's my favorite form mm-hmm. of movement. And I think that Pilates can, even if it's not your favorite form of movement, it can help you to be a better athlete or just a better mover in general in whatever form of movement you do prefer. So if you're a runner, Pilates is awesome for runners. If you are an athlete, it's like I trained so many athletes when I was teaching at a studio in Michigan, like NFL and NHL athletes, they all do Pilates. Um, wow. So it really helps better alignment. Yeah, like most, most people don't know that, but almost every athlete or even Olympians do Pilates as part of their training. Um, so we're going to be doing Pilates twice a day, either mat work that we can do. I have, I rented this awesome pad in Encinitas, California. It's huge and it's got enough room for 15 women, um, and like a beautiful sunset view so we can wake up and do sunrise 
Pilates. We'll have mats for you. Um, we could do sunset. We can go down to the beach and do Pilates on the beach. But I'm also renting out some space in a Pilates studio, and we'll do reformer work and Cadillac and chair. And so you'll actually get to use the equipment Pilates too. So it won't be just mat work. So we'll do some resistance training with the equipment. But then also, it's not just the focus on movement because I mean, you know this, Carson. <laughs> So much more than food and mm. exercise, like lifestyle stuff too. So we're going to be talking about feminine embodiment and what that means and how to really just connect to your femininity. And um, I call it like learning to tap in and like turn on instantly and what that means to you. It doesn't have to be sexual. It can be just turning on your energy or turning on, you know, your creativity um, and then we're going to be talking about self-care a lot. So it's really just like a Pilates and self-care retreat. It's going to be your time to take a little break for yourself and re-inspire yourself, get rejuvenated, restored. We're going to do lots of basically everything I do for self-care, um, whether it's meditation and breath work or going outside and getting some sunshine, some vitamin D and different things you can do as far as light therapy and we're going to have a sound healing session. So I'm living with some roommates here in San Diego, and they are sound healers. Like, that's what they do. Them mm. um, and they're going to do a sound healing session for all the women, um, which can be a really powerful way to relax and get in your body, and maybe it will bring up some emotions. We're going to do some food stuff, but it's going to be fun food stuff it's not going to be like this is what you should eat this is like all the nutrition stuff that you should be doing it's going to be more like we're going to have a cookie making party a healthy cookie making parties all paleo um you know gluten-free grain-free all dairy-free all the good stuff organic but i'm going to teach you how to make all the delicious treats that i'm always eating on instagram (laughs) um and we're going to do like tonic alchemy so like what herbs you can use in tonics and smoothies to support however you want to feel in life uh, um what else are we gonna do hmm. lots of like journaling and deep soul work i guess mm-hmm. to just really help you to reconnect with yourself and your mind and your body and just a lot of self-love work opening your heart you know to deeper aspects of self-love and awareness mm-hmm. and then my Yeah, the most exciting part, I think, that will be new to most people is the heart-opening ceremony we're Mm going to do. Have you heard anything like that before? You may have mentioned something about it, but I would love for you to go into what it's going to be like. Yeah. So I'm bringing in a woman who's really amazing, and she does a lot of work with shamans and, like, plant medicine and different ceremonies, and pretty popular out here in California but I'm gonna assume most places in (laughs) country aren't as forward thinking forward doing more like (laughs) yeah so really it's using plant medicine so a few herbs to help you drop in and connect to yourself and kind of open your heart a little bit deeper and it's a little like a journey that we go through together as a group it will be a very safe space for you to be held and just really in the company of 
all these other women who I'm, so this retreat is an application process. So I'm making sure that I know everyone that comes into the retreat and I think that they're going to be a good fit for it. So you do have to apply for it. So I'll know that like, okay, all of these these women from their application, they're going to like mesh well together. I don't Mm -hmm. want the energy to be off. So it's going to be a very safe space for you to kind of embark on a soul and spirit adventure and just really let go of any conditioned love that you have that might be painful or confusing and really help you just to experience more self-love. I've done a heart opening ceremony right before I moved to California with my boyfriend and his friends back in Iowa (laughs) and it was really powerful for me like I had like a really my journey was kind of mild like some people who've done these things like kind of go through like a really deep journey um but I experienced a lot of inner shifts and just a lot of little realizations that helped me to the dots of places that I needed to work on more in my own journey to self-love and self-care so that's what I'm really excited about and that will be Saturday night of the retreat so the retreat is three days it's Friday half a day they'll come in at like two or three and we're gonna do I guess I can go through the schedule with you it'll be really fun to do that I'm excited about the schedule Mm. Um, yes please we're gonna do like a human connection play shop so really just getting to know everyone and like really creating deep sisterhood bonds with everyone that comes. And then we're going to do some Pilates, of course. Then we're going to do a little workshop on pleasure and how to incorporate pleasure into all aspects of your life, whether it's food or movement or sex or relationships. Um, Then we're going to have dinner. So I'm making everyone like an amazing organic dinner. It's one of my favorite things to do is to cook people food. Then we'll go outside in nature and then we'll get like really cozy and put on our pajamas and stuff and have like a sleepover so think of like when you used to have a birthday party when you were a little girl with all your friends and like you used to have like all these activities and like that's what my friend circle did we would always have like activities at our yes. sleepovers <laughs> so we're gonna do the thing a self-care sleepover so we're gonna do like natural face masks and like self-massage and we'll have like the sound bath and then we'll do like a meditation together and then we'll have like girl talk so kind of just like an open-ended talk on anything related to femininity, relationships, sex, um, food, body image, anything. So just girl talk. So that will be Friday. And then Saturday, we'll wake up, we'll go outside, do some self-care in the sunlight and on the grass and on the beach and get our toes in the sand. Then we'll do some Pilates on the beach if the weather is nice, which it probably will weeks it's always nice here um we might go swim in the ocean a little bit go back for breakfast do a couple of workshops on awakening the feminine how to tap it and turn on um, a workshop on body intuition really like how to cultivate really deep self-awareness um i'll be doing some specific movement practices on that workshop on how to really reprogram your muscles and how to connect to your mind while you're moving your body because so many of us just go through the motions of exercise and we're not really tapped into our mind like the mind body connection Mm -hmm. do some um, fascia release and some i call it extracellular matrix work so that is 
is um, really it's just like a deeper way to connect to your muscles. So learning how to engage on an even deeper level than you thought was possible. Now we'll take like a little self-care break and do more Pilates. Um, and then we'll have the heart opening ceremony that Saturday night. So that will probably start at around like six and we will probably stay up until like two or 3 a.m. Um, then we'll fall asleep and wake up slowly. And then Sunday morning we'll kind of have an integration. So we'll just talk about our experience during the ceremony and then we'll do some more self-care and Pilates and go on a hike and do some intention setting and a bunch of good stuff before we all take off. So it's a really only a two night retreat, but I have a feeling it will be pretty powerful and, and really connected whether, because it's going to be an intimate retreat. It's not going to be too many women. It's going to be a small group. So it's going to be able like, you're going to be able to make new friends, I hope, and really connect to yourself and connect to the other women. And you'll have me. I'm probably going to bring in a couple of my favorite Pilates instructors from back home in Michigan or maybe one that I met out here in California to do some extra work. So if like you wanted to step aside from the group when we're taking a break or something and get like a private session, you can do that. Or, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. That's amazing. I did not. That was a lot. No, it's lot. it's perfect. I, I have so many questions. So um, what was I going to say? Because um, I have so many. I just got totally distracted. I didn't realize that it was a sleepover. I guess I miss, must have missed that. But that sounds amazing. So that's included in the package, which is amazing. Um, I can't like that's like that. I mean, everything sounds incredible. But just thinking of the self-care sleepover is just like having an adult sleepover and being able to talk about everything, talk about, you know, what it's like for us now instead of, you know, talk about boys in high school or boys in middle school and you're talking about your marriage or your partner or your, you know, your relationship, your children, your family. It That sounds just so moving to me. That sounds so amazing. Yeah, and I mean, the group is going to be pretty diverse. So, there will be women of all ages. I'm not really capping it off at a certain age. So, yeah, there are going to be women who are probably older than I am that have a lot of wisdom to offer the women who are younger in the group, you know, who are going through relationship struggles or issues with body image or maybe in their marriage or maybe they are just had a child and or they're, they're pregnant or something, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it will be pretty cool to see a bunch of different opinions um, and advice. I was also going to ask about, okay, a couple things. So Pilates, for those of you that don't, I feel like a lot of times people are kind of confused by Pilates because they don't realize that there is mat work that you can do. So if you could just kind of like take us through a little bit of what it's like, um, what the mat work is like and what the body weight exercises are like with Pilates because I know that they are, and, and just your passion for Pilates. I feel like you speak so like beautifully on your specific passion for Pilates. And that is what's drawn me into Pilates because I've never really, I've just never really, I always think of yoga. I never really um, think of, I never really thought of Pilates as being anything other than something you have to do in a studio. So you've really opened my eyes to seeing what it can be like and how it can really help women tap into their bodies. Yeah. So a lot of people get Pilates and yoga confused, um, thinking that they're very similar, which they have similarities as far as they're both 
like they both require a mind body connection. Um, they're both done well. They, they can be done slowly. Like not all yoga is done slowly, but Pilates is done very slowly. Um, but they're different. They're very different. And I wanted to create this retreat because there are so many yoga retreats in the world. Yeah. Like you could just Google yoga retreat. Probably thousands will come up. But Google Pilates retreats and like nothing comes up. I tried it already. There's like one or two and they're like in Asia or something. Oh my gosh. Um, and yeah, the main like so Pilates and yoga complement each other really, really well. But they're very different. And so Pilates is really about using correct alignment and center, centering and like control of your body and using your breath to help you control each movement. It's about connecting to your muscles on a deeper level. So really working at the joints and not just the big muscles. So we have the big muscles like our quads and our glutes and our biceps, right? Yes. And those can be like when you're doing regular fitness, those are what you use, but you're not really connecting to the deeper muscles that are below the quads, you know, like that are connected to the knee joint and what connects your hamstring to your calf, all of those muscles, what connects the muscles in your elbow to your bicep and your tricep, right? Pilates allows you to go deeper into those. Um, and it's really just an integration of all parts of the body at once. So you use your entire body. So during mat work, which is often body weight, like oftentimes you don't have props, which at the retreat we will have some props. We'll have like some bands and some light weights, you know, like one pounds, three pounds, nothing super heavy, but trust me, one pounds, one pound or three pounds feels really heavy when you're doing bodies. <laughs> um, but using your body weight really just to help you to deeper connect to all of the muscles that you don't normally work. So you can work your core without being on a reformer and actually you can work it much more intensely in mat work because it's just, you don't have the help of springs. You don't have the help of any resistance. It's just you. So a lot of times like when I'm in the studio teaching, if I have a new client who's never done Pilates before, I put them on a machine first because while Yes, you can do a little bit more on the machine as far as working your arms and your legs. You have help yeah. from the springs. You have help from resistance. You on the mat, you, it's just you. So it's actually much more challenging to just do mat work because if you're trying to lift your leg up and down, you have the weight of your leg. You don't have like a spring and a strap attached to your leg to help you lift it. Um, so the main difference between Pilates and like yoga and other movement is that it's really just about not only stretching and strengthening the muscles, but stabilizing them. Um, the movements are more precise, it's fewer movements, so you don't do a ton of reps in Pilates. Um, it's all about using control and technique over increased repetitions. So I'm not going to make you do like a hundred bicep curls. Like, I'll probably make you do five, right? And they're probably done differently than if you were to do them in a regular workout. Um, I teach a form of Pilates that's more contemporary. I teach stop Pilates. So there are a lot of different trainings out there. And it seems to me, especially out here in California, that there are more classical Pilates, which is great. I'm definitely a fan of 
classical Pilates. Classical Pilates is based upon Joseph Pilates. So Pilates is created by a man named Joseph Pilates during the First World War. Um, and his intention was to rehabilitate and aid injured soldiers. So that's how it was created, actually. He created, like, the reformer. If you Google what a reformer looks like, it's like this weird contraption with a bunch of springs. And he actually created it from the hospital beds that the, sh- the soldiers, I can't speak, were <laughs> <laughs> um, lying in, like, the bed springs. So that's how he created it. He, ba- he basically just turned a bed into, like, this weird fitness machine. Whoa, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then he started to train, like, athletes. He was a boxer himself, so he started to train different boxers and all different athletes. And then he moved to New York with his wife, and he started training, like, ballet dancers. Um, And then they started seeing, like, all these great results, and, like, celebrities started getting into it. So basically, Pilates started for men, and then somehow turned into this thing where like only women do it. I mean, yeah. actually like, tons of men do Pilates known like for women. Um, and this is a woman's retreat. So I guess it doesn't really, really matter if I'm saying that Pilates <laughs> is for men too, but by a man named Joseph Pilates and yeah, it can be really, it's really intense. So anyways, stop Pilates is the contemporary form of it. So it incorporates, the modern exercise science principles that we now know about the body with Joe's original method because he made this so long ago. It's been around for what, like 50 or 60 years and exercise science has changed. Like we now know that the spine is not supposed to be completely flat. Like Joe originally thought that the spine was supposed to be completely flat on the ground. Like a baby, when a baby is born, their spine is flat and doesn't have any curvature at all. But as the baby ages, it starts to gain curves in the spine. Like we have, we have curves in our spine. And he thought that that was um, wrong, that that was because the baby like was moving wrong or we like trained them to like walk wrong or something. So classical Pilates, a lot of it is based on that original method where like the spine is supposed to be flat. Stop Pilates is really designed to restore the natural curves of the spine and just rebalance the muscles around the joints and around the spine. So it's a lot of emphasis on pelvic and scapular stability. Um, so the scapula or your shoulder blades. Um, and like I said, all parts of the body, mostly the core though. So everything starts from the core and gaining deeper strength on your abdominal muscles. So you have three layers of abdominals and I won't go into them all, but the deepest layer is your transverse and that's connected to your pelvic floor. So for women, that's super, super important mm-hmm. to have a stronger pelvic floor. Um, like your powerhouse, they call it. The powerhouse of the body. So that's what we're going to be doing. Really, is connecting to the pelvic floor and to the core on a little bit deeper of a level. And we'll also talk about how that relates to femininity and sex and childbirth and when you go pee, like yeah, (laughs) works with that. Um, And how having a stronger pelvic floor will help you with your fitness goals because it will help you be stronger in your core and if you're stronger in your core you'll be able to do all forms of movement with greater ease and form and mobility 
all of it. I actually recently. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally <laughs> did. Um, I actually recently, I'm a huge, like I talk about the pelvic floor a lot. And with the kind of yoga that I teach, we really focus on like the bandhas of, you know, uh, the mula bandha and the uddiyata bandha. So with the mula bandha, having to explain to people to, you know, that engagement can be really powerful, especially whenever they are prone to getting in their back when they're in a plank or, you know, things like that, Mm -hmm. just like telling them to bring it back. And um, I recently listened to, I'm going to put this in the show notes. That's why I'm mentioning it so that I can hear myself say it. I recently heard a podcast episode on one of my favorite podcasts. It's the Paleo for Women podcast. Um, It was all about pelvic floor and exercises and not exercises you can do, but the basically the importance of your pelvic floor and talking about the abdominals and stuff like that, especially whenever, for those of you out there that are pregnant or thinking about becoming pregnant or have already had a baby, there's a lot to it. Um, But what I was just thinking, again, another, this is kind of like changing gears just a little bit, but do you demo when you teach or are you able to like move around? Like when you teach a class, typically. I... I mostly do verbal cueing. That's how I was trained um, because really the workout is about you, not yeah. me. Um, so if an exercise is like really complicated um, <laughs> to cue verbally and or if like my clients are just not getting it, I'll show you what yeah. it looks like. I'll show you a couple reps or if it's something that's a little bit more advanced that you know, I feel like you need to have a visual or it's a new exercise. Say my client has never done this before. I'll probably demo something. Um, but I do not do the workout with, with you okay. at all. Um, I'll walk around and I will touch you and I will make sure you're doing things correctly. And But it's the workout's about you. It's not about me. I was just asking because with the kind of yoga that I teach with booty, you do demo. And I was just listening to you talk about um, just like while you're exercising or while you're moving, just being in your body more. And I was just I was just thinking about applying it to teaching and how difficult it actually has been for me. Like, um, like, I feel like if anything, I've become more I don't want to say more injured, but just like I I am. I can tell after a class that maybe my engagement was a little off because I was cueing and because I wasn't because I was focusing on the students. And I just like I'm just like seeing a whole flaw in the whole demoing while you're teaching. It's just been very it's been very um, and I'm not saying flaw like as in like the design of the class. I just mean personally, it's just not something that I've been able to like master or even just be fully comfortable with because that like being able to be in your workout or being able to be in your body when you're doing movements like that is like it's so hard to keep the engagement to keep the breath whenever you're just gasping you know what I'm saying oh yeah absolutely I mean really like I said the workout is about them and not you so how are you supposed to concentrate on engaging everything and doing everything really truly with great form and proper if you're focusing on cueing them while you're moving like that's that's challenging and I honestly I don't know if anyone can do that <laughs> can do um so yeah that's something I've like, like if you I've been in a lot of like yoga classes and things where the teacher just does the whole thing like and doesn't get around to like move around and work with the clients if you have because you you just 
started teaching recently, right? Yeah, it's been about, it's only been about three or four months. So it's, yeah, it's, it's fresh. Yeah, so it will get easier for you and maybe like getting up from the movement and going around and giving yourself a little break so you don't have to demo the entire time, you know? Um, and also just making sure you're doing things I found when I first started teaching and I would demo certain exercises. I'd always do the same side because it was like my better side. I was stronger yeah. on this. But then I was really every class balance within my body. I was like, wow, I can't do anything on my left side of my body. Or like I'm like tilted and rotated weird. So just make sure you're evening things make out. Sure you're evening it out. Yeah, I've, I'm thinking about trying to figure out a way that will work because even like having to teach through my first trimester was so ooh, having to demo and like just gasp and even struggling with energy then was just like, oh no. And I really messed up my shoulder and I just um. I'm just getting over that and I'm going back to teach this week I think and I'm just thinking about how to I think I I, I think I would be very comfortable with just like at the be- disclaimer at the beginning of class just like you know if I can't because I can't do a low plank right now like I can't get my arms into the chaturanga position um, without being on my knees or modifying so I may just like demonstrate modifications or just like let them keep going whenever I, I've already cued something whenever they're doing reps of something just let them do it rather than do it and this is totally off topic sorry but um uh but okay so changing gears again this is another question that i totally wanted to ask about i wanted to talk about what did you what was it called sound was it sound healing sound therapy mm-hmm. so what is that like what would a session with that be like because i'm not familiar with that yeah so basically you'll be lying down and there are a lot of ways to do it you can they probably like it's very popular in the yoga community to do like sound baths and things every time I've ever done them was at like a yoga studio um so you can probably look it up since you can't come to the retreat and try to find one around you I'm sure there's one um but it's using music and they create beautiful music using all different instruments I don't know what they're all called (laughs) I mean like the singing bowl and everything, like their own voice, just to create music at a higher vibration that can be, it just like drops you into your body. And it's like a form of meditation. It's great to help you reconnect and to relax and get into that relaxation response. And for some people, it can be very healing. Like it can bring up stuff and emotions can come up. For other people, it's just like, a great way to breathe and meditate and fall asleep. Like I actually, we had my boyfriend and I had our roommates do one the other night for us because he's hosting a retreat here too. And he, they gave us like a demo. (laughs) We did it in our bed. (laughs) So we had like these two, they're twins by the way. So these (laughs) twins um, do sound healing in our bedroom while we were lying in bed and I fell asleep. (laughs) Can you imagine not like not falling asleep in your bed? Sound at a vibration. I forget what exactly what vibration it's at. It's like four. I can Google it right now. Something hurts. We can put it in the show notes. Exactly. Yeah, I'll find it. But it's like it's this very specific um, vibration that is more supposedly healing. That's insane. That sounds really, really interesting. I will definitely look into that, and I will pull something about that up because. Yeah, that just I can't imagine missing out on something like that. But um another mm. thing, so 
do you for the people that are applying for the retreat is it okay if they are not familiar with pilates or would it be better for them to have some experience yeah so i am opening this retreat to all levels of experience so there will be women who have been my clients for quite a while and they're really familiar with pilates and then there will be women who have never done pilates once in their life um and i'm okay with that because I think Pilates is for everyone and there are modifications for every level of fitness. So you don't, you can be, I don't like to use the word out of shape because I think that promotes bad body image, (laughs) but you know, you can not necessarily be as strong as you think you should be to start Pilates and do almost all of the exercises how they should be done, you know, like how they're meant to be done. Or if not, like I can give you modifications to make it a little bit more suitable to your level or I can make them more challenging, you know. So it's open to everyone. Um, Really, I think that Pilates should – everyone should experience it and everyone should have it in their movement regime and their training. Even if it's not something you do all the time – you know, it's, it's great to help you to move better in general. It'll help you walk better. It'll increase your um, posture, like improve your posture and help you stand up taller, which creates better confidence. I mean, like the psychology of our posture is really interesting and Pilates will help you to gain confidence through better posture and through stronger core. So um, you're familiar with like the chakras and everything. I mean, you do yoga and then yeah, I'm going to assume that you're familiar with that. But like the solar plexus, so the one that lies behind our navel, you know, the one that's in our stomach, the confidence one that relates to our self-worth and, you know, how we feel about ourselves in the world. A lot of us have a really weak solar plexus and that it's just not as strong as it could be and that relates to a lot of our, our self-worth issues and a lot of our confidence issues and relationship issues. So the deepest way to connect to your solar plexus is through core work, through strengthening your core. And the easiest way to strengthen your core is through Pilates because every single exercise in Pilates is related to core strength. Like it all stems from the core and you're able to connect to your core on a deeper level than you would if you were just sitting there doing a million crunches. So that's another benefit is like I want even someone who's never done it before for to experience what it feels like to have a stronger core and to get that confidence from it oh my gosh that sounds so amazing yeah solar plexus work is pretty intense I recently like I was doing a workshop and they did like a reading based on your age and your life I don't know if it was really based on much honestly just the way that it was but based Mm -hmm. on my personal age the fact that I'm a woman and the fact that I'm married, stuff like all of this, just mini quiz is that I'm stuck in my solar plexus. So that really had me look because um, if anything, I would say like whenever it's moving through your chakras in your life, that kind of thing. And then like towards the end of your life, you're up in your crown chakra, stuff like that. It was just based on that concept. I feel like in general, we all at any given time can be working in the different chakras. So I guess it's like really depends on how you're looking at it. But when you're looking at in your life, moving up, moving through he was saying that I was stuck in my solar plexus and it gave me a lot and that's how I really started thinking about it as when it comes to me 
I really focus on, I feel like I focus on my sacral chakra a lot just because I have felt stuck there. You know, just the, just when it comes to my sensuality, my femininity, stuff like that. But then whenever you think about solar plexus, um, that can, when you think about self-worth in general and relationships and that kind of stuff, it's like, they're all connected. So (laughs) I mean, the sacral chakra is also strengthened through Pilates in a lot of aspects. Um, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of emotional work that needs to be done for both of those, for all the chakras, but um, physically, can both be strengthened through that. Um, I just was reminded by about your amazing episode with Maddie Moon when you were talking about Kundalini and awakening your Kundalini, and that I'm going to tag that in the show notes because it's not really about exactly what we're talking about, but that was an amazing episode to learn a lot about you, just even more about you. Because I follow you and I'm all about you. But I mean, for that one was very interesting for me. And I had, we've talked about femininity and stuff like that on the podcast. And I honestly, just to be honest with the listeners, I have gotten varied feedback about that concept. And I feel like it's important to note that there is no right or wrong way to have that, you know, harmony in your body. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody is exactly the same, so you're never going to have the exact same balance as the person next to you, you know? Because I get a lot of messages about how that particular message of, like, masculinity and femininity is gendered or, you know, things like that where... Do you know what I'm saying? I A lot of people think that it is um, kind of... Uh, yeah, it just, like excludes a lot of people is what is basically with the kind of message that yeah. feedback that I get and I think it had a lot to do with the particular conversation me and Maddie had we, we talked a lot about female and male relationship and I feel like it did not include a ton of stuff that we could have grown a little bit more on but do you know what I'm talking about yeah for sure um yeah absolutely and I mean we all have a good we need a balance of both the masculine and feminine energies and um you know all every single person on the planet every even every like creature on the planet animals have a good balance of both masculine and feminine energy no matter what gender you go by right yes um but so many of us are in our masculine and it looks different for everyone what that looks like for me that was exercise obsession that was me being stuck in my masculine and being focused on perfecting my, my body. For some people, for some of my clients, it's like them focused on success and their career so much that they've lost touch with their femininity because they're so go, go, go and striving to do things this certain way, which is fine and it's served them for, you know, so long because they have all the success. But it might not be serving them anymore. So they need to tap into their femininity a little bit more to create more balance. Um, and I just find that like I'm getting more into that work too myself and kind of transitioning from like emotional eating into embodied femininity and intuition and things like that. And a lot of the talk out there about that is like about like goddesses and like sisters and like flowers and wearing long flow. Is and like you know your sexuality but that doesn't really resonate with a lot of yeah, people yeah I think that's right? kind of what it like, is you know, yeah like, you're 
have one floral shirt and I can't believe I bought it. I think I only bought it because I just moved to like this hippie city in California. <laughs> but um, like I don't relate to, I don't resonate like with the goddess thing and like I'm more, I don't want to say like real, but like I'm just like more normal. <laughs> I know what you mean. More ground. It's like grounded almost. Yeah. There's just different things that out and it's like finding what is true to you. Um, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. Just I, I would probably I see how people would give that feedback for sure yeah and I just like I mean I haven't really had an opportunity to talk about it and I'm sure I will just on my own occasionally yeah. I don't want to dominate this conversation with that but it is something since you did mention like kind of doing some femininity work in the um retreat sorry I blanked um that yeah it just kind of came to mind and just yeah. wanted everybody to know that it's just it's something very natural to explore and it can be really eye-opening once you really do because it's not just it's not saying that men can't be creative and in the flow and stuff like that that's what I got was like women are the only people that can be creative and passionate and into this and blah 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 and they can't be analytical or smart or money oriented and la 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 and I'm like no 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 that's not what we're saying we're just saying don't don't suppress this particular spot to like uh, emphasize this particular part you know just try to keep them in yeah and so like a lot of the times if if a man is like very like creative and in his flow and that's that's him embracing his feminine energy yeah and a lot of times like and if they're like very money driven and like focused on all of that stuff like that's them embracing their masculine energy and they we all have both and it's like good to balance and combine them both so yeah beautiful okay in there but retreat with the femininity and the retreat what we would be talking about is the stuff in relation to like connecting to your body on a deeper level okay and how that how a lot of us suppress that um and how embracing your femininity is essentially connecting to your body and your creativity and flow and just creating more ease you know yeah beautiful oh it's so it sounds just so amazing um is there anything else that you can think of that you wanted to touch on before I ask a couple final questions I think we covered most of it um yeah go ahead ask me some questions yeah so where is the retreat located we haven't talked about that I think you may have mentioned where you live but just double check (laughs) yeah so it's in Encinitas, California, which is North County, San Diego. Um, yeah, so it's here in San Diego. You know, you can fly into San Diego Airport. It's pretty quick drive. Or I have a couple of people flying into LAX, so LA, and then taking the train, which is like a two-hour train ride, which is pretty inexpensive because sometimes it's less costly to fly into LAX than it is San Diego. But yeah. It's in San Diego. It's June 2nd through the 4th. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. So that's coming up. It's Sunday. And it's, yeah, it's like in a month almost. Yeah. A little bit. month and a 10 days? Like month and 15 days? It's something like that. I don't know. Um, it's today. And if a couple people have questions about the retreat, is there any way they can get in contact with you? Do you want them to go through me? Like what would be the best way for them to I guess refer to the um, application page maybe yeah so if they have questions about the retreat they can email me 
at amandajuran at gmail.com or they can private message me on Instagram. That's a really easy way to get in contact with me. The retreat is at www.pilatesplayshop.com and the application is at the bottom of that page. So they can go through the application process and anyone who applies, I will reach out to you. Um, but if you just like want to you want some questions before you apply or if you like know you really want to do this and you just want to like talk to me like just email me or message me beautiful and what is the special little nugget that you're offering for this for my yeah. internet squad 15 percent off amazing so, yeah so 15 percent off the retreats normally 1500 15 percent would be what 225 so so taking $225 off that. Um, and that includes all lodging, all meals. Um, it includes your heart opening ceremony and what that costs. It includes a bunch of peasants and goodies. Um, but it just excludes travel and transportation. So, Oh, my gosh. Basically, it's, just, it's, all, it's all inclusive, though. I mean, that's, like, that's amazing. So for those of you, I know a lot of my people are in California. So I'm just, like, really cool. thinking of them. And um, for those of you in the Wilder Wellness Group, I will probably talk about this in the Facebook Live coming on Sunday. So we'll talk about this um, so I can answer your specific questions on this. And if I know a lot of y'all live in California as well. So this will be amazing. And I'm just so freaking pumped. Sounds so incredible. And thank you so much for sharing with everybody in this community. It means so much to me. Yeah, no, thank you so much for supporting me. And I wish you could come, but I totally understand that you're cooking up a little baby in your belly. And I know. I, know. Yeah. I wish I could come so bad. And I even talked to I talked to Colin about it for a really long time. And then we just, I mean, we just had to kind of have other conversations as well. And it's just, yeah, just kind of the pregnant thing. And the and I'm gonna be doing I'm gonna be working Already. a few hours at a specific place upcoming. So. It'll be good. It'll be good to be here. But um, that just opens up a slot for everybody else out there. Um, and what was I going to say? Yeah, so this is my first podcast podcast episode since I've been out. I'm outed with my pregnancy. Um, so I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yay. So I'll probably talk about that in the intro. And I probably already did for those of you that are listening now. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, thank you so much, love, for coming on the podcast. Is there anything else that you can think of that you need to share? Mm, I just love you. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so fun. Um, <laughs> I would love, I mean, I want this to be a really transformational, amazing retreat with a great group of women. So if you feel called at all, you know, reach out and really just, know that this could be like taking a weekend for yourself is so important and retreats and going and doing things on my own that kind of sounded scary and like investing in myself for a weekend kind of sounded scary but it was so worth it every time I've been on a retreat um and that you know it, it's worth it for you too and you deserve a little break you deserve some self-care and you deserve to feel really good in your body and I think that's what this retreat will help you to do at least start the process of it if you haven't started it already mm, yes it's gonna be so beautiful for all of you I'm so excited for all of you and 
I, I just can't wait. So again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm going to hop on video just to say bye, but um, I'll let you say bye to everyone. Bye. <laughs>